Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of the Working Therapist Podcast. I'm Hayden Bolick, your host, and today we are going to talk about one of my most favorite things in the whole wide world, which is toys. And I love different toys, and I'm really picky on the toys I use in therapy. And so let me say this at the beginning of the podcast. It's not really so much about the toy as it is what you get from the toy, because that's the point of what I use toys for in therapy. I just am trying to achieve my goals that I have with my little kiddos in therapy and just really good toys help me achieve those goals. And through the years, I've gotten very, very, very opinionated about toys and I rank them. So this episode here is the first episode we have of my top toy picks of 2015. And so let me tell you first how I decide what's a good toy and a bad toy and why I pick certain toys. So first off, toys I'm looking for have got to cross disciplines, meaning that a speech therapist could use this toy, an occupational therapist could use this toy, and a physical therapist could use this toy, because that encourages collaboration. And here at Pediatric Developmental Therapy, PDT, we believe that to provide the best therapy we can for each of our little kids and best support the family and educate the family, we have to really look at the whole child. And to do that, there has to be collaboration. There's collaboration among therapists, there's collaboration among parents and children children and teachers and physicians and social workers and psychologists and all the various people we deal with across the continuum of care for these little kids we see. So the toy has to be able to be an occupational or speech therapy or PT type of toy or be used in that type of therapy. So my first criteria, it's got to be able to cross therapies. And that just encourages and fits with our collaboration model that we have here and looks at the whole child. Because you can't look at the child in isolation if they're you know, just like walking. Well, they walk to toys to play and then they walk to people to communicate and there you go. So you got to be able to use them for all that. And it's also got to be functional. So there has to be a functional application and use of toys, which I guess you're thinking, well, toy is functional because it's play. The toy can't just be so the child can use it one-on-one with a therapist and then they couldn't really take this and use this at home or it wouldn't be easy to use at home or they couldn't play with it by themselves. So the toy has to be functional and be able to be used wherever the child goes, home, daycare, therapy, all of that. Also, the toy has to be developmentally appropriate for a variety of ages because These kids we see change and grow and develop. And so what works for one little child at one point in their life isn't, you know, going to work necessarily later on, but the toy has to be able to be used across developmental ages and really allow for some scaffolding of play and scaffolding of ideas, meaning that you build on certain ideas and you can construct and do different play themes within the toy and add information in. And so even in a therapy session, you can scaffold up or scaffold down, add more or take away some, however it's best for the child on that particular day. So the toy has to allow for that. It's got to be fun because if therapy isn't fun then what the heck 
are we doing? Because we're dealing with kids. And so it's got to be fun. And it's got to be easy because I can't spend like 30 minutes trying to read directions on how to play with something because that's going to take too long. And really, quite frankly, I don't have time for that. I am seeing kids, boom, boom, boom. And so it's got to be easy and easy enough that I can change the rules up in the middle of the game and don't really lose the whole purpose of the game. So it's got to be easy for me to learn and easy for us to work on and do quickly. And I can change the rules slightly. Also, it's got to have a start, do, finish component, meaning that you've got to be able to start it and request to get going. And you can request for various parts of the game and activities as the therapist sort of directs it. You've got to be able to do something that's purposeful and you know you're doing it versus starting it. And then you've got to be able to finish it and clean it up. So it's got to have a start, do, finish component. All of my therapy has to have a start, do, finish component. So then let's just jump right on in and start with toy number one. I don't have a drum, so there is no drum roll. But the first toy that I have, I saw these this year first thing at the toy fair in February in New York this year, and they're called Squeeze Popper, and they're made by Hogwild. And when I first saw them, I thought, this has got to be the ugliest toy I've ever seen in my whole entire life. These things are so much fun. I am, like, right now addicted to these Squeeze Poppers. They come in so many different animals. They come, like, I'm holding up right now the cow and the horse, which I've played with extensively. But the cow and the horse, they come, like, chicken, penguin, alligator, pig. They are so much fun fun but they're these little tiny squeeze animals you squeeze the stomach and there's like this ball in the animal's mouth I swear as I'm describing it it sounds like so ugly and it really is but it is so much fun and so you can line the balls up and then you can make the cow like I'm just saying the cow because I'm looking at him but any popper whatever it is the cow run or jump or whatever to the first ball and they chomp it That's what I usually say, that they chomp it. So they chomp the ball, meaning basically the ball's on the table. You take the cow's mouth and you pound it into the ball. And like, who doesn't like that? It's just fun. And then the ball is stuck on the cow. And then you have to squeeze the cow's stomach and the ball goes shooting out across the room. How much more fun do you need? I don't need much more fun than that. That's That does it for me. And the balls don't hurt if they hit you because they're real lightweight. They can be a choking hazard, so you have to be very careful. It says on the packaging you can't use it for kids three and under. With all of my people and all my therapy with kids, I'm always very conscientious of choking hazards and that kind of thing. So there's the disclaimer on that one. But they're tons of fun. So we can shoot them at a target. Some of these old poppers come with a target, and the balls will stick to that. Oftentimes, I usually, wherever I am, don't have the target. So I just create a target. And then what my favorite thing to do is I'll take stickers, and I'll stick them on some surface somewhere, and then we'll make choices. We either hit the cow or the pig and then we can run to it. We can hop to it. We can jump to it. OTs love them because they got to squeeze the stomach and that's nice hand strengthening speech. You know, you can make choices of who you're going to try to hit the cow or the pig on the door that I put a sticker on it. I've also like for Halloween, we hit the pumpkin, we hit the pumpkin faces, we can hit the witch, all kinds of cool stuff. I've even used faces of kids, (laughs) like pictures of different kids. If we're trying to identify themselves or their sister or mom or dad or like kids in the classroom, you know, and we name the kids faces that we pop the ball into. So you got to check these things out. They are awesome. They're like one of my top toys for 2015. I love them. I'll use them all the time. So check them out. They're called squeeze poppers. They're made by Hogwild. They also make these cute little tiny keychains that are like 
all kinds of pressure. So put one of those on your keys and that's just fun for a therapist. So there you go. Use them. They're so much fun. My next toy for 2015 is this Ring It game by Blue Orange. Blue Orange are the same people that make Spot It. And who doesn't love a good Spot It game? I personally, again, can't have much more fun than a Spot It game. But Ring It is up there. So Ring It, I love it because it's fast. It's so simple. You can use it for little tiny people like three, four, five-year-olds, all the way up to old school-age kids, adults. It says for two to nine players. I've played it in like a group of two, me and another child. I've played it in a group of like three or four, so like two other kids and myself, three other kids and myself. A group of four is about as old as I've used it for. But in the box, it says ages five to adult. Actually, I've had a few little three and four-year-olds that can do it. Four-year-olds for sure. Three-year-olds, yeah, it just depends. But we use it. So basically, they have all these cards, and you have to you know, divide the cards up. Anyway, you can read the rules. And if the cards match, you ring the bell in the middle. It's so fast, so simple, so easy to start it, get it out and do it. Also, throughout the game, I love it because throughout the game, just like with those poppers, there's a start, do, finish. Because each time you have to turn the cards over, each time it's everybody's turn, you've got to start. And so it's great for social pragmatic game. I've used it in social groups where each child has to identify whose turn is it and then what do you have to do? Well, flip them. Flip what? Flip the card. So you can use it. You can also expand on sentences. You have to match the numbers. You have to match the colors. Great adaptability in this game. You can make it really hard, make it super simple. You can have them match the pictures on the side of the card, the colors, the numbers. You can make it hard and easy. I've used it with occupational therapists during like social pragmatic types of activities. They're also having to flip the card and ring. So you have to be able to sequence together. I've used it with physical therapists even when we totally adapted the game so that that it's not at all like the way the directions say it all. But I'll have the kids, you know, pick a card and then they like to go run through an obstacle course to ring the bell. That has nothing to do with the game. Like it's just using the cards in the bell and really the obstacle course is the game. But it's just fun. The bell makes a nice, fun sound. The cards are simple, easy. They're easy to use and hold. And so they're great. But you could easily use it during physical therapy if you wanted to flip the card. And if whoever the two had to match, you had to go run and get the bell or hop to get the bell or climb through a tunnel to get the bell. You could make the rules work with PT. I love it. Ring it. Blue Orange. It's a great game. It's so simple, so easy. I think every single speech therapist, therapist, everybody should have it in their bag. And I know all y'all got a bag because we're all baggy types of people. So put it in your bag. It's great. Blue Orange game. Ring it. So I use that game a ton. Also, my next game of the year of 2015 is now this is an oldie but a goodie. I don't know if they just started making them again, but Melissa and Doug has these cool wooden stencils. They made them a long time ago, then they stopped making them and they brought them back out. I don't know if they brought them back out in 2015 or 2014, but I've discovered them again in 2015. They're called Wooden Stencil Set by Melissa and Doug, and they are awesome just because they're simple. But what my most favorite thing about these wooden stencils is the paper. So they don't come with paper, by the way, but I use them with the Melissa and Doug scratch art. They have like the scratch art notes or they have the big pads, but basically the scratch art is the paper that's like black and you have to scratch it off and it's rainbow colored underneath and you have to use like this little wooden dowel to scratch it off. Well, you can get Melissa and Doug's mini scratch art note 
kind of like the size of a sticky note. And these little wooden stencils fit perfect on the top of those. And so then you can use a pencil. Well, you can use the wooden dowel that comes with the scratch art notes. You can use a pencil, but break the point off a pencil because it doesn't work. So then you can use a fattened pencil. You can use a mechanical pencil. You can also just use a regular pencil that, of course, you know, you have to break the point off. It can't be like a sharpened pencil. It's just the wood part. Those are the four things I've used. The wooden dowel, mechanical pencil that doesn't have the lead in it, the regular pencil where you break the point off, or the fattened pencil. You can use all of those, and it just makes the stencils fun because when you're doing it, you get like the rainbow color underneath. You can color the pig in or the cow or the octopus or the chicken or the shark or the house or whatever it is. You can color those in. You can make different designs on them. You can give the animals eyes, nose, mouth. When you're talking about it, sort of sounds like very much a OT kind of thing, but in speech, there's tons of applications for it. You can use, even if you just draw the stencil and you're doing five artic words. So five words, do the stencil. Five words, do the stencil. You have five phrases, do the stencil if you're just using artic. But you can do a sequencing game. First, you know, make the duck and then give him a uh, face or, you know, draw the duck and then put eyes on the duck. I'm you know making this kind of stuff up as I go, but I've used it in all kinds of different ways all year. And I really do love them. So stencil sets are just not for OTs. And I guess while we're sort of kind of, but not really on the OT category, then the next favorite toy of 2015 is this very cool um, it's called Philo Mini, and it's by Kirchetti. I actually did a video with this, and so you can look on our website, pediatricdt.com, and see the video. But it's better than lacing games. I like a lacing game, but this thing is awesome. It's got string art, and you poke holes in this little plastic thing that's unique to this particular game. And you can make quick, like, sewing picture. It cleans up easy. There's no mess. Great fine motor activity, great speech activity. You can do lots of stuff with colors and following directions. And it's great for lots of ages of kids or you can just count and poke holes. And it's a great game. It's called the Philo Mini by Kirchetti. And it is like a sewing game with basically these little shoelaces and this great little plastic board. It holds up fantastic. So there's a great quality, which is another reason that has to make my list is the quality of the game. But this is quality. Let me tell you, over the course of 2015, I've tried to tear it up. You just can't unless you lose the strings, but you can't tear it up. It's fantastic. And if you lose the strings, you can get another string shoelace thing like it's in it and it really won't hurt anything. So it's awesome. I love this game. Plus it comes in a little box with a little handle. It's easy to clean up, put up, get out, start, do, finish. This game is fantastic. It's really awesome. Kids love it too. And it's somewhat therapeutic for adults. I love that thing. The next toy is Melissa and Doug is a genius because they came up with mess-free glitter and I believe it and thought glitter really because you want like a uh, speech therapist to go like screaming, running from a school, not really, but kind of about the glitter and making a mess with glitter. And if you've ever had a mess with glitter at your house or wherever, you know, you're like living in glitter for ever. And this Melissa and Doug mess-free glitter is the best. It really is truly mess-free. And yes, it does do glitter. It's a great scratch-off game on these certain kind of color sheets. And you pull the little tab up and it's sticky. And then you rub the glitter over top with these little glitter sheets. And it truly is mess-free. And honestly, it works every single time. Like, I'm not kidding. Every single time. I've used this with three-year-olds. I've used this with older kids. They have boy versions, girl versions. I've used it with school-age kids. I've used it with younger kids. OTs, I showed it to two of our OTs yesterday, and they were both like, wow, they appreciate it as much as I did, which is 
awesome. And so I've also used it with physical therapists doing co-treats and the kids will climb over uh, through an obstacle course or they'll you know, climb up the stairs and they can do some glitter and then climb back down the stairs. It's much more fun than just climbing the stairs or they'll lay on their tummies and then they'll sit up on their elbows and then they'll do the glitter sheets. And we've stuck them up on mirrors before and had kids do the glitter that way so that they kind of reach it up high two hand. They have to hold the sheets with one hand and do the glitter with the other. So it's fantastic. We've also worked with kids who have one-sided weakness. So to use the weaker side, because it really is not that hard to rub the glitter off onto these sticky pages. They're awesome. And then when the kids finish the little sticky pages, they take it home. They made a really pretty cool picture. And for some kids who never make a pretty picture because they have lots of fine motor problems and they're never able to make a pretty picture it makes a pretty picture every time and they're so proud of themselves and it's awesome it really is because if you're never able to make the pretty picture like everybody else in art class hey you know what the mess free glitter it works every single time and I'm here to tell you it does it another one of my favorite games this year and I kind of found this game late in the year but it's by Ebu Ebu I'm all of a sudden digging about everything that this company has because they have some great pictures and you can do so much with these pictures but one of my most favorite games for this year is the fairy tale spinner game now if you haven't tried the ebu teletale story cards these pictures in this fairy tale spinner game is very similar to their telltale cards where you can actually like make a story with these different picture cards but the spinner game is so cool so you can have a hero or you have a rival who i call the bad guy but they call it a rival places so they have different scenes you have a magical helper a treasure transportation or a magical object anyway you spin the spinner and you have to get one of those things in the categories i just named and then at the end of the game whoever gets all those things or one of each of those things first wins the game and then you have to tell your story so if you're a speech therapist out there listening and you're like oh you can do so much with that because you don't have to have every part of the whole thing to tell the story in fact i used this game this morning with some kids and we only got three of the different things and i gave everybody a place to start with so we we didn't have to worry about getting that off the spinner. We each had to get just three of the things, and then we had to tell a story from that. Pronouns, verbs, preposition, sequencing, imagination. We build on the story. Like One little friend had a story, and then the next person had to build on it. And the next person had to build on it. So turn-taking with all your little peers and building, and OT speech can use it. PT can use it. You can hide the little objects because all these little cardboard pieces that are great quality, great pictures, great color, you can hide them. you got to find them. Also, so for kids who may have some visual perceptual difficulties, picking things out from a crowded field, this is a great thing to do it. You can also use descriptives instead of naming Little Red Riding Hood or the fox or the horse or whatever. You can say the little girl with the red coat or the They've got like an ogre or a giant ogre. So you can pick out the person with the blue skin, whatever, how you want to describe it. And you have the kids describe it. So that's great. And for PT, you can easily hide these things in the gym and then try to go find them. Or you can act out the fairy tale. So that's another thing I've done this year is we've acted out the fairy tale. So you can make your little scene and then you can act out the little scene with the princess hat or the ogre or whatever it is you know the monster you can make it like your own but it's a great foundation thing and you can do tons of stuff with it so it meets all my criteria for a great toy so moving on from the fairy tale game by ebu but in addition to that you should check out the ebu stuff because they have some great snap cards they have some great old made cards i love their cards especially like with the old made cards the people look very different and so it's really a great game for that so i love their snap cards and their old made cards they're my favorite the next thing, and if anybody knows me, this is not a surprise, but for 2015, I've loved it for 2014. 
Love it in 2013, still love it in 2015, but it's Bubber. I don't know if everybody in the whole world knows about Bubber, but if you don't, you need to because I love Bubber. Bubber is like Play-Doh, only it's just not Play-Doh. It's made by Wabafun. It doesn't even feel like Play-Doh. I don't even know why I'm liking it to Play-Doh because it's totally not Play-Doh. It's Bubber. And it's lightweight. It squishes. It never dries out. The similarities between this and Play-Doh is you can make a ball with Play-Doh and you can make a ball with Bubber. But Bubber has to be appreciated correctly. So it has to be packaged in its own container. I choose to package the Bubber with lots of cookie cutters. It's awesome with cookie cutters. Awesome. It makes shapes perfect. It makes it real smooth. The child can actually see the shape that they've made with the cookie cutter because a lot of times my little people that I use it with are like, whatever, it doesn't even look like a dog if they could say that because most of my people can't, but I'm saying it because it really doesn't look like a dog if you make a dog, but then with Bubber, it totally looks like a dog and it stays like a dog because the shape stays until you mess it up. And again, it doesn't dry out. So I package it with lots of cookie cutters and we also package it with these special little dots stick things we bought when I know that sounds as specific as whatever but anyway that's how we package it and the little sticks how make like little numbers or little letters and they do great in bubber I don't know how to describe it except for that you can look on our website anyway but this bubber stuff is fantastic and OT's PT speech you can use it all the time I like best to also have bubber with a tray because the new formula doesn't crumble the old formula crumbled a little tiny bit the new formula really doesn't crumble as much but I still like it with a tray only because I like the defined space and this is where we keep it and if I have a couple of kids that everybody has their own and you have to open it and pass it out and you pass it to your friends and then you also collect it from your friends and put it in and take it out and pass the cookie cutters around great social game I like to also make the bubber into like a long snake and you have to cut it because that's a great start do finish within the activity tons of start do finish for the activity itself but even within the activity I hold back the cookie cutters and the sticks and the knife and all that and you can do start do finish and requesting all throughout the activity and that is so nice I have used it in physical therapy co-treat sessions before a lot of times with physical therapy we're using it with the kids maybe in a stander and they're at their tray because it's fun and kind of takes their mind off the stander thing we also have used it when the child has been in prone and then up on their elbows and stuff like that so it works for that stuff great I guess really the benefit with PT is you're putting them in different positions and then using this stuff but it keeps them entertained so they'll hold positions for a certain amount of time if that's what you're wanting them to do this bubber stuff is great it's cheap fits in your bag it's awesome I love some bubber and the Wabafun people have caught some like cool stuff on their hands I just love it okay another big toy for 2015 is called the Jungle Jumperoo I don't know if a long time ago, but I'm pretty old. And so a long time ago, we used to actually like swim in the lake and those big tires, those black things, like the inner tube of a tire that had the big metal thing sticking out that you like about poke your eye out if you had it turned the wrong way in the lake. Well, the jungle jumperoo doesn't have the big metal thing poking out. I don't know if anybody knows what I'm talking about. The black bottom part is kind of like the shape of an inner tube of a tire. And so you can bounce on it and it takes like adult weight, kid weight, and it's got these metal bars in the middle that you hold on to and you jump. And so sometimes in our clinics, we have the trampoline and you can use the trampoline with the kids and stuff. But the jungle jumperoo, it has a mini and a big, if you push your foot down on one side that helps the child sort of jump on the other so you can give them a little bounce and it helps them jump up and then they can hold on with both hands to the middle things in the middle it's really 
very safe, very cool toy. Kids love it. Adults love it. And the big ones have like a little handlebar kind of in the middle. So you can get in the middle and swing off the handlebar or, or turn around in there too. So it's a great indoor outdoor. We haven't left ours outdoor ever though. I wouldn't do that because I'm not sure about the integrity of the metal tubing there at the bottom. I don't know if the sun will sort of bleach it and cause it to pop or anything. I don't know. I haven't asked them about it, but I wouldn't leave it outside. It's a great indoor jumping toy. So we also recommend it a lot for some of our families who wanted something for their kids to jump on inside the house, like maybe in a bonus room or something. And we've recommended this jumperoo thing. It's great fun and kids love it. Physical therapists love it. Occupational therapists love it. This speech therapist loves it. I haven't seen speech use it as much as PT and OT, but there's tons of therapy application for this for speech therapists. So I love this jungle jumperoo. It's an awesome toy. Next on the list is, this is kind of an older toy by Melissa and Doug. It's called Color by Dots. I love this Color by Dots because it has a defined color space. So when you look at the pictures, each picture has like different color dots in it that you're supposed to color in with that same color crayon. If you want to get all highfalutin and fancy, you certainly can do it that way. I just am happy with the defined space. So with a lot of my kids, the start, do, finish with the color. You can make choices with the colors if we're working on color identification or naming or naming parts of a whole. Love it for parts of a whole. Also following directions. So the start, do, finish can be the finish of that one little isolated part. Or you can finish three parts. You can pass the picture around and different friends color different parts of it. For OT, I've seen it work great because a lot of times these little people don't like to color in the whole picture. And so even just making certain marks in certain areas on the duck's wing or on the horse's tail or the horse's foot or the alligator's face or whatever it is, and you can color that one little part and then they know they're done. Because sometimes with some of this coloring stuff, the kids don't like to do it a lot of times, especially if it's a hard thing for them, because they never know when it's going to end. And this defines it so nicely. You can also take stickers and put them on there. You don't have to color it, but we paint it, color it, do a dot marker it, glue feathers on it, glue googly eyes on it, sequins on it, tons of stuff, lots of kids' ages, even like the little kids to big, big kids who may be working on coloring and finishing and that kind of thing. We use it all the time for tons of ages. Melissa and Doug, genius. They come up with this color by dots. I just love it. And the pictures are big enough that they're not too simple, that they're not fun for kids anymore, but they're not so overpowering with so much detail that kids sort of lose interest and get lost in all of that. So the simplicity of it is right on time. It's fantastic. I love it. And then two things. Another blue orange game is the thumbs up. So thumbs up is pretty awesome because you flip over these cards and you've got these little rings. Again, choking hazard. If you have a child that may put a lot of things in his mouth, don't use the thumbs up because they could choke on these little rings, but they're basically little rings. And you remember like seven up thumbs up, like when you're in school and it was raining outside and you couldn't go out for recess. So you played seven up thumbs up or whatever it was called in your room. You know how you put your thumb on a desk and you had your thumb up. Well, that's what you do. Only you don't put your head down, but you Turn the card over, and it's got these different colors. You've got a blue ring, a yellow ring, a red ring, and a green ring. And they've got a picture card, and each one of these pictures is a number. So I'm looking at one, for example, with airplanes, and it's got a one, two, three, and four. So everybody's got these rings, and you flip the card over, and then you race to who can put these rings in the correct order on their thumb first. And whoever can wins. Now, it doesn't get any easier than that, does it? Like, that's it. That's all there is to it. Oh, my goodness. Like, you are basically forcing the kids to leave speech. Like they don't want to. They love this game. So if you're working in the schools with children with articulation and a group, 
everybody's attention is on this because they are all about it. Everybody gets a turn every game so you can get through your productions really fast, everybody, and then boom, so you can get so many productions in a session. I mean, like my goal is usually 100 per child in a session. You can do it with this game because it keeps their attention. They're on task. They're trying to win and they love it. And it's all start, do, finish. So each time they win, you can keep score like, okay, Johnny won this time and Susie won that time. And anyway, whoever wins the most at the end wins or whatever you want to do with that. But it's fast paced. It's fun. OT, you know, finger isolation. You don't have to use your thumb. You can use your pointer finger. It's great, you know, just to get your child to open their hand. You could put a ring on each finger. You don't have to move fast pace with this game. It is fantastic. You can stand and do it. So for physical therapy, you can work on standing. You can do it in tall kneel. You can do it laying on your tummy again, all kinds of stuff. So this is a great game to do stuff with. I love it. Thumbs up. It's, again, another one of those so simple I can't believe this game from Blue Orange because they have the greatest, just simple, easy, fun, fun, fun games. That's what my thought is for Blue Orange. And then now this is the last game. So it's a lacing game. It's by Melissa and Doug, and it's called Alphabet Train Lacing Bees. Now, I'm not all about some lacing, and I probably shouldn't say that because I'm a speech therapist that works with occupational and physical therapists. But I like this game. It makes a train, and then also have the card. So you can sequence it. It can be a sequencing or following a sequence a pattern kind of thing with these train beads or you can also take a sticker or a picture from like a board maker picture if you want to and put them on the cards then you have to put them together on the beads and lace them but you look at the card here on Melissa and Doug and then you lace the train pieces in order of the card so like for example one card is Z E B R A so you got to find the beads so from a busy field you can identify the letters, identify the animals that are in the cards, put them in the right order, match them up, ask for them from your neighbor, request different cards or different beads. If I'm holding the beads, that kind of thing from me, you can even play like a little, like, do you have a cat? I need a cat. You can make it into like a modified go fish game. I've done it with that kind of thing. It takes a little bit of creativity for that, but you totally can do it. Also, it's not so difficult to lace either. It's pretty easy to lace. So it can be fun like that too. So I love this Melissa and Doug alphabet train lacing beads that's also a great 2015 toy great ot game great speech game great pt game so those are my top picks from 2015 i hope you've enjoyed them it's right here before christmas but it doesn't really matter because it's christmas all the time you know we're always using our toys here so anyway i hope you enjoyed the toys and i hope you enjoy this information about them and we'll have pictures of all those on our website at pediatricdt.com and we'll also list them all in the show notes and links to where you can buy these toys from as well so check us out there on theworkingtherapist.com and i enjoyed it thanks for spending some time with me i love to talk about toys so thanks for listening and i'll catch you next time on another episode of the working therapist Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist, an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 